Leonard, how are you? I'm good, Carl. How about you? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm well. Good. I'm well. Joseph. So we're we're intentionally calling each other by our middle names to start out today. You had to go watch our previous you, podcast. You are watch. Lenny. So no, it's watch our vlog and listen to our podcast. I'm bad with that stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, in this day and age, though, you yeah. kind of watch podcasts. You're you Carl. I'm I'm Lenny. Leonard. Are you Sheldon? If you're gonna call me Leonard, then we're switching shows, and you're Sheldon. So welcome to Beyond Sunday, Joel and Rob's <laughs> podcast. I'm gonna rein this. I like in. how you just shut me down. I'm just gonna rein this in. Um, so, our TV show theme song today. Uh, I. Th- we might have played it. I haven't compiled this master list yet. Uh, but listening to it and watching it just now mm-hmm. got me very happy. Brought me back to sitting on my couch as a boy. So this was, I believe it was in the 70s. I could be wrong. It might just be all 80s. Um, but I I think you'll get it very quickly. Okay. It's um, It's good. Okay, it's a car. Stumped you. Oh, oh! Uh, the Bionic Man. No! Something like that. No! Wonder Woman? No! What is it? That's the... It's not a car. It's a motorized vehicle. Night Rider? Nope. It's not a... John and Punch. Oh, Jeff! <laughs> oh, wow! Oh, so, yeah, I used to. Love, I used to. Love. <laughs> so we haven't we haven't done chips before. No, I what a so. find I must say by ah, myself. That one. I thought, isn't that like the Bionic Man or something? That no. really threw me for a loop. Close. Isn't it a great song, though? I had another one set to go that was more kind of relaxed and subdued. And then found this one and went, oh, we got to go with this one right here. Yeah. I so wanted Chips. to be a motorcycle cop. Who didn't after watching that I know. That just the coolest thing. Uh, as I found this, this thought went through my head of, um, in this podcast, two things are basically kind of uh, just kind of glaringly obvious. Well, not obvious, but two main points that come out of this podcast is we explore what happened on Sunday uh, a little more in depth, and we realize that you and I were essentially um, raised by television in the years. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many different directions you could have gone with there. I'm like, he's going to say we're idiots? Like, what? <laughs> like, what exactly? Yeah, close. Seriously, like... Yeah. All of these shows, we I think there's been the occasional one where one of us did not watch that show. Yeah. We've seen them all. Like we are children of the eighties oh, yeah. that um, were formed. It's why we love theme songs <laughs> though, right? I we're mean, formed from uh, these shows. Yeah, absolutely. The way our kids are being raised by YouTube. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> by the way, that was a great video you sent me. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that was a great video, wasn't it? Yeah. 
It was a Star Wars video. Just Star Wars um, badly lip reading the seagull song <laughs> from the Empire. I showed it to my kids. The Empire this morning. Strikes they loved back. it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so welcome everybody to Beyond Sunday. Uh, we're going to explore last Sunday's sermon a little bit. Um, we kicked off our practice throughout May of silence and solitude. Um, so what we thought we would do for the rest of this podcast <laughs> just gonna is shut just it sit down. in our different corners, <laughs> um, you know, with meditative stances and uh, well, just we, be silent. Well, actually, to achieve the solitude, we're going to actually turn our backs to each other yeah. so we're not looking at each other, yeah. you know, because yeah. we can't, I mean, that's just silence, but we need solitude, yeah. you know. Just go, to, yeah. So have at it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so we started by talking about, um, which I thought was a, was a huge eye-opener for me, uh, was um, the Greek word uh, eremos. You did a great job with that. Well, that was that, awesome. I give credit where credit's due. That comes from, um, that was an insight in The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, the book that the theme of my sabbatical is based off of. But um, in uh, our scripture on Sunday, Jesus has this kind of action-packed day, healing, teaching, and then in the morning goes off to what's described as a solitary place mm-hmm. to pray. And the solitary place comes from the Greek word eremos. And so then we backed it up a little bit to look at, um, so we're only in the first chapter of Mark. Mark has just begun. So go back to the very beginning uh, of Mark. Jesus um, is baptized and then is immediately in Mark, the Spirit pushes Jesus into the wilderness for 40 days. And the wilderness is, that word wilderness also comes from Eremos. And I had no idea. No idea at all. And that's what's so fascinating. It really is. About, also about how we come up with our um, English Bible. Is it comes yeah. from a different language, two different languages actually, Hebrew Old Testament and the Greek. And at times, when translators are taking that original language, they have to make a decision. Yeah. They, they have multiple options. It's even, sometimes in, in Hebrew, it's even more of a um, decision. Like, they're, like these kind of words are somewhat similar, but yeah. you could say maybe not. But um, Hebrew's when, brutal that way. It is, it's absolutely. brutal that way. And so, um, uh, the wilderness... Eremos, this time of 40 days of intense silence in solitude. Um, and then Jesus calls his disciples. He um, goes to Capernaum, teaches, goes to the synagogue, um, goes to Simon Peter's mother-in-law's house, heals this, uh, what's described as the, the whole, whole town, town comes to his yeah. house. And then the next day, he goes back to the Eremos. And so that I thought was fascinating. You did such a good job of explaining that. Fascinating. And what it does what it did for me, what I so appreciated about your sermon, I'd never I, I'd never noted the biblical root of it before. Um, but of course we can note note this ourselves, right? So when Jesus was driven by the Spirit into the wilderness, I mean the gospels are clear, right? This, and Mark he's Mark he's driven. He's yeah, he's driven, meaning he didn't necessarily Push. just Say, oh, okay, let's go into the Eremos. He went into the silence and the solitude because the Spirit forced him there. Meaning, 
and, and the wilderness there is very much a, a place of struggle. There's, there's, um, there's, oh yeah, there's a struggle within the Arimas that that we need to own and be clear about there. Yes. And so, so the silence and solitude is hard, and it's not wanted. And yet here, there's a flip side to that. Like so many things in the scripture, right? The Arimas has this beautiful side to it. And the silence and the solitude isn't just wanted, it's needed. Absolutely. And how in our own lives, you know, we, me personally, I so much more readily acknowledge the struggle within the Arimas for myself. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. I don't want the silence and the solitude. Yeah. And yet there is such a rich blessing and a rich and a deep need that we all possess. Yeah. For the silence of solitude. And I, and I thought you did yeah. such a good job with that. Well, thanks. Um, well, in Mark's gospel, because there's Luke and Matthew also have descriptions of Jesus in the wilderness. I've always loved Mark's. Mark is um, a little more forceful. Um, and Mark's very blunt, yeah. Exactly, that's an even better word. And so I've loved the idea of the Spirit pushing Jesus into the wilderness, into the Eremos. For me, meaning there is something he needs to learn and see and experience in that space. Like for Jesus to begin his ministry, um, he needs to to wrestle. Um, He needs to... Um, explore who he is. Uh, He needs to, uh, and we could say the other Gospels have Jesus encountering um, the devil and being tempted. But you could say, not from a maybe a literalistic reading, but he needs to confront um, uh, his own sense of power. He needs to confront his own insecurities. Uh, yes, like there, there are things. Who am I? What am I called to do? There are things that that happen in. It seemed like to Jesus in the wilderness that I'm sure were at times not comfortable, but for him to keep growing into who God is calling him to be, that time was needed. Um, so I think that was was fascinating. Uh, a fascinating connection, but also that he's in the Arimas for 40 days, comes out, has a couple kind of super intense days, and then goes right back into it. Like the next morning gets up. Like that connection, I thought was fascinating. And that's where we got this idea of it's this rhythm that was a part of his life. Yeah. Um, and he has, and it's it's kind of scattered throughout the Gospels of taking time away for um, for silence and solitude. Mark just says, got away in a solitary place to pray. Yeah, intentionally um, that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Once you taste it and you find it's, you know, the, the positive of it, you realize that it's it's needed. It's necessary. It, there's a yes. blessing within it that that you that you seek. Yep. So we explore. I explored in the sermon some some hesitations of mine and tried to kind of say also hesitations I have, but still have. Yeah, like and you, yeah. Even well. though there, I still still take this practice on somewhat regularly. Um, I'll be honest there, somewhat regularly. Um, I still have those hesitations. You know, like for me, uh, um, 
I still want to be doing something. I still want to be checking something off. And at times, for me, I still do. Like, I will... It's it's silence, but I'm still the one who is offering words. Like, I, I need... There's something going on that I need to kind of bring to God to pray about, whatever that is. And that's that's absolutely uh, affirmed and needed. And there's times where it's I just try and be just silent. Still and silent. Still and silent. And, and try and get to the place of a sense of, of rest. Um, and I think that rest can come from, like there's a difference between I think we're trying to just be silent and in solitude. And that is good in itself. But we're also adding a piece to it is that, and that's recognizing that you are in God's presence in that moment. Mm. Like to me, that's a very kind of, from a Christian perspective, a needed shift. That's what Tara Owens talked about, and we uploaded that video to our Facebook page on Sunday. She talked about to that time where we can let go of all of the areas we're trying to control and fix and coordinate because that is life. That's kind of what you need to do. <laughs> that's that's how it works. But you need also that time to say, okay, I can't do it all right now. She was awesome in that. And I need just some time to give up that kind of control yeah. just for a, a little bit. And that's where you... That's where I think that rest can come in, especially when you are trusting that you are not alone in that moment. And that's what differentiates it from just vegging out on the couch and binging on Netflix or whatever, right? Exactly. I mean, like that is not what silence and solitude, the discipline, the rhythm that Jesus is seeking here. Yeah, that is not what this is about. And and I think. it has taken me a little too long to understand um, what stillness really is. Yeah. Right? Even more so, I think, than the silence. Like, just laying on the couch and relaxing. You know, that's relaxation. But that's not the spiritual discipline of silence and stillness in particular. Yeah. And because in the, the word stillness for me really even more so than the silence give, helps helps focus me in on if I'm truly being still that I'm not you know as you just start to I'm not at least in that moment trying to control yes trying to reach out and do and achieve or control or build or prevent or whatever it is that I'm trying to do yep um yeah and it's why the two really need to go together yeah Yep. I personally, I have an easier time with solitude. Being an introvert, I'm, I'm fine being by myself. Silence, though, and this is where I've kind of learned this over a couple of years. I love to have something playing or going, even when I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, at Background times, noise. At times, two things. So I'm reading something on my computer by myself. But at the same time, I have the radio going. I've got sports talk radio going. I've got two things going on at once. And so I think that's been the challenge for me is that the solitude is, I can do that. The silence 
is much harder. Letting, putting my book down and letting myself just be silent for a while. That's the, the rub for me. Um, yeah. You know. Me too, to yeah. be sure. You're, about, you're so much more disciplined about it than I am. You, you, uh, uh, as much as we tease each other, <laughs> like, uh, I, you know, we not only like each other, but I admire a, a whole lot about you, and that's one of the things I admire. Mm, thank you. Yeah. So let's just briefly talk about what, how we'd like to explore this, just ourselves a little bit this month, um, and what that might look like for us because we're we're inviting everyone to kind of just dip your f- yep. feet in this water. Well, so like go ahead. Well, I was going to say for me um if you haven't watched Joel's conversation with Tara, mm-hmm. do yourself a favor and I mean that, go and watch it. It's really good. It makes this it, it, if you are resistant to it and you think it's too much or too hard or yep. too unproductive, I mean I think that's that's the rub for a lot of us. It's yeah. just how can I afford to be that unproductive? Yes. Um, go and watch it. Uh, f- for me, I think a flip that I really want to endeavor and have recently begun endeavoring after that, after watching that, is, you know, it, Silence and Solitude doesn't have to be. It can be an hour a week or a half hour a week, but it can also be five minutes a day. Yep. And that, to me, that for me is a real flip yep the discipline of just taking five minutes a day mm-hmm. yeah yep that's that's what i'm hoping to do too so i have some time in the morning where i where i get up early and do it but i've been trying to work on some short break during the day for about two solid years and i have done it maybe two or three times <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious it is because I just get in that kind of go, go, go yeah. um, to do list is yeah. always there, and I got to get this done and never. Um, and so for me, now that the weather is, is where it is, we'll get the cicadas coming, but I've wanted to get outside and do a 15 minute walk um, and see that as a time to be uh, by myself, but also silent. Um, I tried it last week after my conversation with Greg Cochran on practice of spiritual practice. I took practice. a walk last week too around the couple blocks. Yeah. Yep. So that's my goal is to try and incorporate that into it and and hopefully and then kind of say, okay, what was it like? How has it impacted the rest of my day, if at all? And, and what did I like about it? What was what was uncomfortable about it? I don't know. Um, or it might be just taking five, ten minutes here, getting out of my office, going somewhere else. Coming over to my office. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just staring at you for a while. Yeah. Well, um, friends, we hope you explore it a little bit in whatever way is yeah. good for you this month. Um, and we'll keep kind of on Sundays yeah. reminding and talking about it a little bit. But... Um, it's a great practice, but we are also, this is a, it's an uncomfortable practice too. It is not easy. We struggle with this immensely. We go in shifts where we're practicing, shifts where we're not at all. Yeah. But there is something that keeps kind of 
once you've tasted it a little bit, mm-hmm. it keeps pulling you back. There is something in there that is inviting. You know, it. I wouldn't. Use, I like the word rhythm better, but like exercise or a discipline, something that you have to kind of get in the rhythm of doing. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't want to go for the three mile jog. Nobody. Yes. Well, that's not true. Some people do. Yes, I know. I I don't want to go for the three mile <laughs> jog. Either. But but once you get back, but you feel better after having done it, yeah. and the more you do it, the better you feel. Absolutely. Uh, it's. I'm not. I'm not connecting those two uh, as exact parallels, but it it is absolutely something that. The more you do, the more comfortable it becomes, and the and the more clear the more clarity you're able to see the benefits of. And I would add um, that one of those benefits is <clears throat> recognizing that you are not alone in that time, mm. and that you are free to be by yourself. Be sorry. Be yourself, loved and accepted. Bring your full self to that space with God. The more you do practice that, it does slowly bring you closer to the realization, which we hold to be true, that we are always surrounded in that love and acceptance. And this is a way to almost remind ourselves of that. And we need that just as much as we need the practice of slowing ourselves down, being quiet. Amen. Until next week, this is Leonard. I am Carl. Have a good rest of the week. You are Carl. That's true. (laughs)